Well, thanks for having us, Tim. And, you know, on, on uh, masks, I mean, I'm somebody who, who's a supporter of masks. I wear my mask. You know, it's funny. I told somebody at the beginning of the year, if you had told me I'd be uh, buying uh, gains for state house masks, I would have said you're crazy. <laughs> and uh, sure, sure enough, we've got some gains for state house masks. So, uh, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. Uh, but, you know, it's something that I do think, you know, talking to our medical providers, it is a help to uh, folks. Uh, and, and, and as we try to continue to bring down our numbers, you know, fortunately we're seeing things uh, moving back in a better direction locally, and, and uh, we've got to continue to work towards that. Obviously, we've got a lot of folks uh, moving into the community with school starting, and, um, you know, we've just got to continue to be really smart, you know, wear a mask, wash our hands, and uh, social distance as best possible, and, and uh, that's how we'll continue to, to make progress because I do think, you know, our numbers are uh, moving in a, in a better direction. As you know, hospitalizations and deaths often are lagging indicator, uh, but case numbers are starting to, uh, improve uh, slightly, um, but we've got, you know, continued work ahead. Uh, yeah, State Rep. Houston gains with us. And I don't know, and I don't mean to put you on the spot here, I know that there have been uh, periodically, sometimes weekly, these these conference calls with the Northeast Georgia Health District. Have you had one of those recently? And if so, what were they saying? So we had our last one about a week ago. And, uh, you know, that was, uh, as things were, were still uh, uh, kind of, right at the uh, peak, I'd say. Um, and again, things have started to get a little better. Um, you know, one of the challenges, there, there's many challenges, uh, but one of those has been testing turnaround times. I mean, I hear from constituents regularly that, you know, that it'll take them uh, several several days, if not a week, to get their results back. And obviously, that doesn't directly relate to our hospitals, but we do have other health care providers like Athens Neighborhood Health Center on the call. And one of the things they told us, you know, is that, that was getting better uh, which is good. Uh, supplies are in a good position, um, you know, but our hospitals, you know, there's a lot of uh, disinformation out there as well. I mean, you know, you see folks uh, with headlines saying our hospitals are, uh, you know, don't have room at, in the end or, or something like that. And that that is not true. They're busy, uh, but they are stable and they're able to take care of our community. And I think that disinformation just serves uh, serves a very bad purpose because I know somebody very well who uh, you know, had to go to the hospital last week, and they were concerned because they'd seen these media reports of the hospitals being full, and they were like, I didn't know if I had room. Well, I said, yes, go to the hospital because they do have room, and they were able to get great care. Um, and so while the hospitals are busy, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's the situation, uh, but they're able to take care of our community because not only do you have COVID patients, but you have a buildup of elective surgeries, from uh, months ago where people put these things off. Now, that's been and, my uh, understanding and talking to the folks at the hospitals here, and we've talked with uh, the administrators from both of the Athens hospitals, and we get that same thing, that we get the idea, you read some of these headlines and clickbait headlines, make you think that the hospitals are they got people, COVID patients in the halls, and in fact, it is, as you say, yes, there are COVID patients, coronavirus patients, and they are going into hospitals, as in many cases they should, but it's also patients who have been putting off procedures Procedures and people who have regularly scheduled procedures who are also, as they always will, taking up hospital beds. Exactly, exactly. And it's so frustrating to read these headlines that are just, uh, that, that really serve our community in a very bad way because it does scare patients who actually need service and need help. Because if you're someone who is in a car wreck or if you're somebody uh, who has a medical issue, 
uh, and you see a headline like that, you're going to be a little reticent to go to the hospital. But you need to be know, the folks need to know that our hospitals are able to take care of our community. That's critical. Uh, State Rep. Houston Gaines with this couple other things in the time we have left here. Uh, Governor Kemp calling for a special session. I gather he has yet to set the date for it. First of all, just clarify as best you can what we're going to be doing in a special session. Why is he looking to call a special session? Well, so, uh, you know, obviously I've been reading a little bit in, in the paper just like you. Um, you know, my understanding is there was a piece of legislation uh, House Bill 105, I believe, is the number on it, but it was a, a tax credit bill related to Hurricane Michael relief. And there were some uh, questions over how the piece of legislation was passed. There's an LC number on every bill, which we're getting into the weeds of things, but uh, legislative council number and the same LC number has to be passed in both chambers. Uh, they felt like maybe there was a slight issue. The legislative council has said they don't believe there was an issue. Um, you know, the governor said that's such an important bill uh, that it, it may require a special session. He did also put in his note, um, he, he signed the bill, uh, but he did put in his note uh, that it's something uh, that, you know, if we come back to session, we may be looking at other uh, budget and oversight issues as well. And, and uh, you know, I've been reading the paper like you in terms of what that may mean. Now, you still no sense of a date as to when this might happen? I've not heard. I've not heard. And, you know, obviously time is. Uh, of the essence, uh, you know, in terms of everything going on right now and, and uh, you know, certainly could be before or even after the election. I'm not sure. And about that, as we said, you're 11 weeks away from the election, of course, eight weeks away from the start of early voting in the election and facing, let, let's be realistic about this, what could conceivably be a very stiff challenge uh, in the person of Mocha Johnson. It is a district that appears to be competitively drawn, witnessed by the fact that it's flipped, uh, what, three times in two years, uh, special elections included there. Uh, what's left for you to do by way of getting your message out in an age in which you can't really campaign the way I know you've done in the past, going door to door? Well, it's a really challenging uh, election. You know, for me, what I'm focused on doing is doing a good job as state representative, getting information out about uh, COVID-19 and letting folks know what's going on. And, you know, for me, that's, uh, you know, how I'm going to have to campaign is is uh, just uh, let people see my record, let people know uh, what we've been doing over the last two years, I think if you look at my record as somebody who has, in my first term, passed a lot of legislation, it's very significant legislation, whether it's, you know, criminal justice reform, whether it's, you know, a 10 percent pay cut for uh, members of the General Assembly, whether it's human trafficking legislation or health care reform or working on the opioid issue. If you look at my record, um, that's what I'm confident will take us over the finish line on November 3rd uh, because it is coming around the corner. Uh, but I feel really confident. You know, when voters take a look, they're going to see my record of accomplishment and somebody who gets things done um, is, is one that they'll want to keep in the General Assembly. And circle back to coronavirus and let you go with this one, State Rep. Houston Gaines. As, as we all know, the University of Georgia fall semester class is now just a couple of days away. The st students back in town. Uh, your sense of what that might mean in terms of the pandemic, it, it's an easy guess to make that as the university expands its testing, we'll see more positive tests. And would that give us any automatic reason for concern or would we expect to see the cases go up? I think, you know, uh, the university, they're doing the 300 daily asymptomatic tests. You're going to, I think we've already seen a couple of positives out of that. Um, but that's an important step to catch those asymptomatic uh, folks so you can isolate as needed. Uh, so I do think you'll see a potential increase in cases. Um, but, you know, what we've got to do 
is be a supportive community. I know I've seen uh, one Clark County commissioner is planning on doing a protest at the University Health Center on Thursday, blocking folks from getting health care. I mean, these, you know, uh, so these are the types of things that I know the university is up against. Um, but, you know, for me, what we've got to do is, is be a supportive community, uh, try to do all we can to continue to keep our health, our community healthy and safe. Um, and one of the things, Tim, I know you said that was the last question, but if, if I may, sure. uh, we do have a, a blood drive tomorrow at Athens Academy. We've uh, the Red Cross has reached out to us. We reached out to them back in March about uh, we, we heard from our local hospitals that uh, we have a blood shortage in our community. And so we reached out to them. We did a blood drive back in March and had a great success, had over 60 people sign up. We do have another one uh, that, that we're sponsoring uh, tomorrow at Athens Academy agreed to host it. It's from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Athens Academy, the Spartan Center. And if folks will go to the Red Cross and sign up and use the code Athens, uh, we still have we still need to fill some more spaces at the blood drive tomorrow. So uh, we'd certainly appreciate it because that's one of the challenges with COVID um, is that less folks are going out and giving blood. And as you can sure. imagine, with COVID, there's you know there's a million other issues that, yeah. that causes. Absolutely. Um, Ten till four tomorrow at Athens Academy, the Spartan Center there. Uh, Houston Gaines, State Rep Houston Gaines. Best of luck. We'll talk, I'm sure, between now and November 3rd. Speak again. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks so much, Tim.